I'm actually, my spinoff podcast is going to be an ASMR. And I'm going to talk about me, myself, and my problems here for a little while. The Rule 34 questions were last week. That's not a puzzle, it's pushing blocks. If a wave of dragons are coming to raise my town and burn my crops, that's pretty awful to me directly. But I want to hear about your other shitty character. Of course, invest in a robotic flavor of flame. This is the Debate This Podcast. Welcome back to Debate This, um, a podcast where we debate comics and video games and all sorts of fun things. And we are taking you into part two of what we have called the Spooktacular Express, where we are talking about the creepypastas. Um, First off, did I get that right? Are we calling it Spooktacular Express? Yes, or are we yeah. just yes. making this up Express. different? Perfect. Thanks for, thanks for consistently asking what we're calling <laughs> yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, we're, we're, only, we're only through the month at this point. So it's we're fine. almost over through it. So I was actually more worried about pronouncing creepypastas correctly because... What were we you going to say? It, creepypastas? Yeah, creepy, <laughs> I don't know. He's creepy messed pastas. Up swing sets for I love, four weeks. Oh, I love right. that scary spaghettis. <laughs> <laughs> um, creepy, creepy pastas. You know the really thin pancakes. They're French. Uh, so, so I, I hesitate to say creepy pasta correctly because I am the one that did not know what creepy pastas were coming into this, and so um, to prepare for this episode, I did some research. And boy, howdy, the world that you three have introduced me to is terrible. Yeah, how have you um, slept this last week, Todd? Not well, I gotta tell you. So, um, before I tell you what creepypasta we're gonna talk about briefly, I watched the YouTube coverage of this creepypasta at work. Um, while I was on my lunch break, like eating my Euro salad, and I'm just like, oh, yeah, this is gonna be fine. Like, how terrible can this be? Fucking horrifying is the answer um, <laughs> yeah. for those at home. And and so let's let's go ahead and get into it. So when I did a search for what are the scariest creepypastas, the one that kept popping up was called Petscop. And so if you are not familiar with Petscop, I'm going to try to get you caught up on part of the story um, the reason why I say part of the story is that Petscop is an evolving story that keeps debuting more and more and more episodes on YouTube. Um, the most recent of which is the 15th episode of a Let's Play that came out in July of this year. Um, okay. So so we're only going to scratch the surface, but I'm going to kind of settle a, a, an understanding of how terrible this is. So... Petscop debuted in, it was, uh, what did I say, April? April of last year. And so, um, specifically, no, March, March 12th, 2017. It's, can I just say, that's kind of crazy that it's so recent. I, I kind of, I just assumed that this stuff was more or less done. Yeah, so I guess this isn't, so when I think about creepypastas, I think about like green text. Um, like yeah. you're reading yeah. it on 4chan. So yeah. this is not yeah. that. This is more just yeah. like scary video game shit at this um, point. So I mean, so, slen- like I said last episode, Slenderman was a was originally a creepypasta. And um, I think he only showed up, um, you know, 2011, 2012, around sure. then, which is still much later than I associate most creepypastas with. So Ooh, and which reminds me now that we're five minutes in. Uh, if you haven't listened to part one yet, go ahead and check it out. Uh, we so this is going to be continuing 
three of our four creepypasta stories. So in the last episode, uh, we shared with you Ben Drowned, which is a Majora's Mask and uh, story, and Lavender Town, which is a um, urban uh, urban tale from the original Pokemon game. Guys, yeah, we're which so good actually at podcasting. Yeah. Which actually actually talks about legit Pokemon death because apparently that was a thing that happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, to go back and fill in one more thing from the last episode, Kyle, it was Hostile, the movie that uh, was based on a creepypasta that came out last year. Oh. was oh. based on Red Rooms, a creepypasta that I have not read. Well, well there so you back, go, everyone. Back, <laughs> so That'll do it for debate up. this. <laughs> <laughs> so, so... Petscop starts with uh, the the origin of it is literally a video like a let's play that shows up on YouTube. Um, So I personally love let's plays because for me, I use those as kind of a test drive for video games I'm interested in or video game that I'm interested in, but I have no intention of buying. Um, But it starts as this upload of a let's play where this person claims that they found this old PlayStation game. Um, and they're like, hey, I'm going to play this old PlayStation game that I found. And you don't ever get the the person's name. Um, but when they create the file, they name it Paul. And so um, everyone has said, you know, this this character is Paul. And so kind of the way that this goes is um, it's a lost and unfinished 1997 PlayStation video game um, called Petscop. And like if you watch the video, it is most certainly 1997 PlayStation graphics like okay. it all blocky yeah 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 like if you yeah. watch it you're just like this this is not weird at all polygons for days yeah and so so the whole concept is that you play this character who's kind of like weird looking to begin with he's got like this yellow face and it looks real strange and it's like weird and and, and it's kind of like a a the character kind of looks like Parappa the Rapper only like really 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 like um, you know, pixelated. And so anyway, the whole concept of the game is that you are trying to collect pets. You're, you're collecting animals. It's, it's very Pokemon-esque by doing things. So, I mean, there's like a rain cloud one that you catch by putting a bucket underneath it, and it's pretty harmless. Um, and so as Paul is playing this game, um, you know, it, he says or tells you that he ends up putting in a, a code that he found with the game, the copy of the game. And it's basically okay. some some iteration of like the Konami code, like the up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, B, A, B, A, start. And so um, when he does that, it takes him to what's called the new maker plane, which is like this new level below this like very, very bright and colorful, you know, part of the game where it's all like dark and dingy. Um, and once you're down there, you're no longer trying to collect pets, but it becomes very clear that you are collecting kids. Um, oh, Jesus. Yeah. And Wait, so you it said definitely kids, not kittens, right? Kids, that... not Fuck. kittens. OK, you're collecting that was a kids. sharper left turn than I was yeah. anticipating. We're, this we're, early we're on just in the there. Story. OK, yeah. oh, it takes yeah. the quickest of turns. And, and mind you, like, this is all the stuff that happens in the first YouTube video that comes out. There are 15 of these now. Um, I only dove into like the first three before I and I didn't even realize that there were 15 until I did even more research. And so how long uh, is each video roughly? Oh, I couldn't even tell you at this point. 
Um, <laughs> I've I've gone I, mad and lost all sense of yeah, time. Yeah, and I and I'm afraid <laughs> to look at this point to know how much people have sunk into this. And so so and the reason why I say all that is because in in preparation to do some of this, like reporting back to you all. There is a Reddit thread. There is a document that is 96 pages long where people are just picking apart specifics of this. And so anyway, at this point, like this, this player, Paul, is in the new maker plane, um, which is really, really important because you're still doing puzzles. Um, but it shifts because it's very, very dark. And there starts to be numerous references to child abuse, um, oh. like really sad kids and like you're abandoning kids and all sorts of stuff. Um, so okay, before I, I get one point of point of order, yeah, please question. stop me as much so, as you can. What are you? You're collecting children. Is it just like go and like walk over top of them, and then it's like an inventory thing, or yeah, there's still there are still puzzles and stuff, but yeah, I mean mm-hmm. you're basically just going and gathering kids, and then okay. you're like depositing them into a bank, like you're giving, like you're abandoning these kids. Um, And so before I get to like the really dark part of an, obviously this is still just episode one. The um, really dark part of a story already involving kidnapping abused children. Yeah. It's, it's going to get worse. So just for reference. So Kotaku did a, a like report over this and said that quote, if this is an internet story slash game, then I'm in awe over how elaborate it is. Um, and even further, there was an article in the New Yorker in August of last year where it was crowned the king of the creepypasta. So, wow. like, the fact that the New Yorker even reported, like, this is some fucked up shit. And and so talking about how elaborate it is, like, episodes later, um, when he's playing it, the stuff that he does completely mimics what he was doing in earlier episodes. Um, and it goes into, like, an even further story where he says this was his mother's game and he found it in his mother's house and all this other weird shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, even the the player starts making commentary to, like, well, I feel like this game's trying to talk to me, but I don't believe that it's haunted, blah, blah, blah. So, to get to, like, the earliest, weirdest, worst parts about it, when it talks about going to the new maker plane, so, right, the, the internet has, like, they've they've gone all in and they're trying to figure out what is going on with this. So um, New Maker is is alleged to refer to this girl um, whose last name was New Maker, who is a real person. This is a real thing that happened um, that she was removed by from her negligent, like negligent parents by social services and relocated to new families, blah, blah, blah. So she had been adopted by um, another woman, a couple, I believe, and um, had not been connecting with that family well, uh, to the point that it was reported that she was playing with matches and killing goldfish. Like this girl, obviously, oh, like some pretty serious some mental stuff. stuff was going on. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So like super serious. And so the the and again, like new maker plane abandoned, mistreated children. Um, so the parents, the adopted parents of this girl, took her to a psychiatrist and paid thousands and thousands of dollars for this two week intensive um, like attachment therapy thing. And this again, this is 100 percent real. Like this shit happened. Yeah. Um, and, you know, treated in in, you know, to give a shout out to North Carolina for the terrible state that it is. It gets worse. Um, so it ends up like this girl died like this. This young girl died. And the way that she died is that the psychiatrist in an attempt to try and get her to connect to her adopted mother 
They put her through what was called a, a rebirthing session. And so they wrapped her in a big blanket um, and had like the, the foster parents and the psychiatrists. Uh, there's four people now in the room basically cover her in this sheet and then like smother her with their body weight so some like 600 pounds I've heard of this this is so I've heard of this this is a real thing yeah this is super fucked up it's a super real thing and so so anyway um like they're they're just like smothering this girl in this in this what is effectively an artificial womb trying to get her to attach to this like mother like she's going to crawl out of this like false birthing canal it's, and it's suddenly it's like a it's honestly it's like a hard reset it's yeah. really weird yeah it's supposed it, to be i mean yes. well and so I mean, mind I you i'm trying to figure out how how young she was um the the reports that i had read she definitely weighed under 100 pounds at the time um so Good. like she's a small child and getting, so getting they wrapped are using, in heavy blankets and laid yeah, on by yeah. adults. Yeah, like they're using like all their weight and their hands and their feet to push on her, um, you know, to while she attempts to free herself. And so, um, like, there's some direct quotes from this, and it's it's pretty freaking dark. Um, and so she like can't get out of this like artificial womb. And the psychiatrist, mind you, the psychiatrist is saying things like, "You want to die? Okay, then just die in there. Like, don't get yourself out. Be a quitter." So, twenty minutes into this, they paid um, for this. Like they yeah, paid a lot of money for thousands this. Yeah. of dollars. The so not to say like the Wikipedia article is the end all be all. I'm sure there's like actual articles about this, but they said seven thousand dollars to do this. Um, That's not surprising. Yeah. Yeah, and so twenty minutes into the session, that young girl had like vomited and like soiled herself, like trying to get out and couldn't get out. So forty minutes in. Um, still Fuck. doing this, yeah. Um, the the psychiatrist is still like harassing her and being saying things like the baby doesn't want to live. She's a quitter, and like this girl can't get out. And I think the the worst part about the transcript, because like it's a published transcript, the psychiatrist says quitter, 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 quit, quit, quit. She's a quitter, and like this child can't get out. Obviously. Um, and so at that point, the psychiatrist asks the like adoptive parents to leave to quote, not to pick up on the girl's sorrow. Um, and so it basically gets to the point where the psychiatrist, just her and that girl in the room and like the girl stops moving. Um, and so she unwraps her from this like false flannel womb and like she's motionless, like her fingertips are blue and her lips are blue and she's not breathing. She's obviously like at best unconscious but definitely dead. right and so um at that point like and even then the at that point when they unwrap her the psychiatrist says oh there she is sleeping in her vomit like just some twisted shit what the hell yeah, yeah. and oh. so um then she ends up calling like the parents back in and they're like oh we need to perform cpr and they call 911 and the paramedics arrive and like obviously like she's dead she's announced dead and she's announced brain dead the next day um and so that was that entire session of what they did to her lasted 70 minutes and so um plus like the 10 hours of of sessions that led up to that but like 
the big thing is that's all the shit they unpacked from like the first episode. Good lord! Of this. And there's fifteen there's more of these. Fifteen. Yeah, yeah. And, and I'm so, sure. Um, and I'm sure it's all sunshine and rainbows <laughs> in those well, other fourteen it, videos. And I, you know, it's so intricate. Um, and I, you know, and some of the other. So, admittedly, I obviously did not watch all fifteen. Um, you know, we can we can come back to me and I can tell you how long it takes to watch all fifteen in a later podcast. But, and how sad you are and oh, how yeah, inside you You might need some afterwards. therapy yourself afterwards. But um, one of the things I had watched, like, a, a quick review of, like, the first five or six. And, again, it starts, I guess it starts drawing more comparison to other, like, killers and stories of death and things like that. So what it what it comes to be is that, um, it's it, it, you know, you can definitely make the assumption this is... The question is, is it a let's play of someone actually playing it or is it a recording of what's mm-hmm. going on? Um, and what are the deeper ties to it? And, and, you know, like I said, that last episode just came out in, you know, this past summer. So, I mean, who's to say if they're going to, you know, they may still put out more um, because there's just all sorts of shit about like these kids you're finding and, you know, quote, collecting and, you know, their status and how you can abandon them. So um, was the girl we just talked about, mm-hmm. was this supposedly the all information found in the game. So, um, the biggest thing is that they find, so obviously they call it the new maker plane and like new maker is that girl's last name. Okay. Um, so that is a clear and direct connection. Um, also they, I want to say there are pieces of it that talk about like being born and being abandoned and death and things like that. So that's how they've kind of made those connections. Um, like I said, you know, we, I think we try and do a good amount of research before we talk about things, at least enough to like sound confident in what we're talking about. There are, there is a shared Google doc off of that. I like found, and there's also a subreddit for this. Um, but that Google doc, like I said, has 95 pages of notes. That's insane. Of just where people are pulling apart more about, well, this character could mean this and this character could mean this. Um, but yeah, there's definitely uh, at least loose connections to, serial killers and other things like that so what it sounds like is that this is a a video series that is at least tied to like death of children and it's horrifying when you start like first off just watching it makes you feel uneasy um but then like reading about the connections i think is where it gets really dark Um, so let me ask you this so the guys that play it because it's like I, I assume that the people that are playing it are in on it in some it's, fashion, but so it's it's one guy. Um, oh, it's just one guy. Okay, and, and like he doesn't even really talk until um, at one point. I'm pretty sure maybe it's the first time he talks. Is he says like oh, I feel like this game's trying to tell me something, but I like it's not haunted. Like he makes some sort of like you know response there. And when it initially came out, like the first video came out in March of last year, and then. In April, they released, I'm looking at the, the list of them, six more episodes. And then a couple in May, and then a lapse until December, and then June, or sorry, then January of, of this year, and then March, and then a couple in July. And so each one of them have different things. And I, again, I think the craziest thing, well, not the craziest thing, because all of it's the craziest thing, is that at one point they show, a, like, there's a clip where he's, you know, walking along this pathway. And if you and again, the Internet detectives have pulled it together where if you put that clip next to an earlier clip from like 
eight months earlier, they're identical. Like what oh, he's doing. Wow. Yeah. What he's doing in this one, in this room has a perfect cadence and matches what he was doing eight months ago in a different room, in a different section. Oh, and wow. like, of course there's all sorts of, you know, theories over that, but I guess at, at the end of it, to me, this ends up being a story about like some really fucked up shit. Like that's very, very real. That certainly happened. And someone put together a game. And I think what we, the viewer, have to decide is either is this a game that that like they created and they're playing and they're showing it? Or did they program it to like run us through these things that make us find out about these terrible things yeah, in real life? It sounds like as you describe it, it sounds like it's basically a museum of just terrible stories. Yeah, I would say that's pretty fair. Um, and like I said, I've. I like admittedly have only scratched the surface on this. Yeah. There is and I I'll pull up the the Reddit right now. It sounds like the most elaborate serial killer confession tape. Yeah, well, I've there's still heard. like there are people still, I mean, one a mod post on the subreddit happened a month ago. Yeah. Like yeah. people mm-hmm. are still trying to pull out more information and connections and like just just shit. Um, guys, I have some bad news. I think I'm going to lose myself in this. It's, yeah. it's, oh. it's a dark rabbit hole to go down. And, and I mean, it's one thing. So let's, let's, let's we were, lighten we were it joking about spinoff podcasts. Well, this is, yeah, this is, it's Andrew's. one thing to get lost in the halo lore. Cause like <laughs> that's an endless, that's an endless tunnel that you'll not come out of. You'll end up being the weird friend that no one wants to hang out with anymore because you're talking about what the rings actually mean. The halos actually exist for, and they're, they're a metaphor for, you know, power to, to give you guys reference at home. Andrew is the guy who's read all the Witcher books. <laughs> yeah. I'm that guy. That's, that's the level of, uh, Deep when anyone dive. talks about The Witcher 3, my response is, well, actually. Yeah. <laughs> it's no, that's, Triss that's is, fair. Triss is not an, a real love interest. She's much younger than him. There was never any real connection there. Anyway, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. So I, this, um, is the, this is the level to which we're about to lose Andrew to these stories. It, the Spooktacular Express is leaving me off of this exit. <laughs> I did go and look on the YouTube page. Uh, it will take you just under three hours to watch all of the pet Scott playthrough that's currently uploaded. Um, if anyone is looking for a good place to start, cause I knew, I think about as much about pet lore as Todd knows now going into this, I have not dove as deep as possible, but I know some things. And one of the easiest places to start is with the game theorist video. Yes. Um, for okay. anyone who is not aware of the game theorist channel, it's just a YouTube channel that does game theories. Who would have thought? Um, but Whoa. check out their pet Scott videos if you're interested in starting down that rabbit hole. Well, and so in in preparation for this, actually, Matt had referenced and suggested doing exactly that, and so I did. Um, there were there were two videos that I watched, like their intro one that they had done, and then they revisited it like six months later because obviously this shit is bananas, and so. Um, I had watched those two, and even again, that only addressed the first what half of the videos that have come out so obviously this is a whole thing and and you know i'll i will admit to anyone who is listening to this podcast after i got through all the heavy shit that came out of the first episode i was like i don't know if i can go back for more like if you have 
if you felt like you wanted to hold on to your remaining innocence yeah like i came up for air and was like this shit is too heavy for 11 30 a.m in the basement of my building where i am eating my like i said my euro salad and trying to like have a nice green tea with it i was just it was too much for me and like I don't know, maybe maybe that's the point, though, that if we're talking about creepy video game lore, if it's something that makes you like sit back and say like, oh, like that's that's something then like they've they've done what they aim to do. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. So on that note, I'm going to take the debate this ball and I'm going to chest pass it over to Matt. I would I would first like to get a little take a uh, take a debate this shower and wash myself <laughs> and debate this bleach. Uh, get on the debate this slip and slide <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> our branding is off is on point go, right now go play with some debate this puppies okay matt go ahead that was uh, the last one well after all of that weird branding aside i will consider todd's <laughs> chest past received to my chest um and i'm gonna to your debate this chest okay to my debate this done. chest um i am gonna jump in on what is actually the first creepypasta that i ever read um so as I've talked about in other episodes, I really enjoy horror, but I don't like surprise horror. I'm, I'm not a big fan of the jump scare um, unless it is tastefully used. What I really like is the macabre and things that are just kind of weird and uh, what the kids call spoopy, um, which is why I found a lot of joy in creepypasta because it is yeah, you, you can't cause a jump scare in a text post. I'm sure you can, and if you can, don't at me. I don't need that in my life. But um, reading is definitely my favorite way to consume horror. Yeah, because I sure. definitely watched that comic that with the girl. I don't know what it's called, but the horror comic that you scroll down and then there's a and jump she skip. clicks and she clicks. Yeah, is uh, that one? Yeah, it's that one. It's oh awful. man, I thought about that earlier this week. Yeah, so that's the closest to text post jump scare I ever want to be. Um, cause I threw my laptop when that happened the first time, but anyway, <laughs> um, Pokemon black was the first creepypasta that I ever read. And for those who are familiar with creepypasta, you may know of Pokemon black as one of the many Pokemon creepypastas that is out there. Um, the, the first century in gen five. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and less than stellar one. Um, like the game Pokemon Black, the Pokemon Black creepypasta, is less than stellar. Um, <laughs> it was uh, originally surfaced on the internet sometime between 2009 and 2010. Um, the original author is unknown as far as I'm aware. Not the Pokemon, they just don't know who wrote it. Um, so, yeah, thanks. Um, I like this one a lot, though, because it just opens up the possibility of creepypastas. Um, and and is written in an interesting way. Uh, it also has maybe the worst ending to anything ever. Um, besides, Except for the Russian sleep experiment. And the Nicolas Cage movie Knowing. So, <laughs> <laughs> that being said, um, I am going to tell this creepypasta as if I am, I am the first person. Uh, one, because it's easier, and two, because I think it makes campfire stories scarier if you tell it in the first person. So um, I'm going to jump in now on the tale of Pokemon black, uh, which is a cartridge that I found at a game store, just like you find most cartridges. And there are so many Pokemon bootlegs out there. Um, you know, there's chaos black and Jade and Pokemon diamond and 
all of these. That's a real one. Yeah, I was so gonna for, say for the <laughs> for the sake of the story, you found this in two thousand nine. Um, Pokemon Black didn't come out until two thousand. Like the the official Nintendo title didn't come out until uh, two thousand eleven. Yeah, I, I think so. Before I started um, this, this is this is back when they were still just doing colors and not precious yes, metals. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Um, and that's, I mean, it's funny, the, the creepypasta itself actually references Pokemon Diamond is not a real thing as well. Um, nice. Yeah. So, you know, in the, the days of, live with me in the, the mind space yeah. of Gen 2. Um, a, a much simpler time. Yeah. So, uh, I, I found this cartridge, and it looked like any other Game Boy Color cartridge. Um, just all black. And it just said Pokemon on it in grayscale. It, it didn't have a title or anything like that. You know, typical bootleg, ROM hack, something worth throwing in a Game Boy. So I plugged it in and pretty much immediately realized that it's just Pokemon Red, um, whether in a spray-painted or discolored cartridge. Uh, everything looks the same, all as well. Select the new game, jump in. Uh, the only difference is that it said black version under the Pokemon logo as a to red version so you start the new game you get to professor oak's office same story as always same speech nothing different choose your starter pokemon except this time there are four options and one of them isn't pikachu it's charmander bulbasaur squirtle and a pokemon named ghost um Ooh, i like ghost <laughs> ghost i want ghost ghost doesn't look like a Pokemon, Ghost Sprite is actually the same sprite of the ghost you encounter in Lavender Town. So it just looks like an NPC sprite, nothing that's ever really been playable before. Um, so whether you select Ghost or not as your starter, it will be in your party when you leave Professor Oak's office. Good. Yeah. And <laughs> I, I played this game a bunch, and every time I played it, whether I selected Ghost or not, I would leave and there he was. And no matter how hard I tried to get Ghost out of my party, he was always there. He was always the sixth slot. No matter what I did, Ghost was in my party. So Ghost has one move. And it's the only move that he knows when you get him from Professor Oak. And it's the only move that it knows throughout the game. It doesn't ever learn anything through leveling up. It doesn't ever gain any HMs. You can't teach it anything. It, it's just Curse. Uh, which is weird, because Curse wasn't in Red and Blue. It wasn't a first-gen move. Um, it wasn't? No. No. I only played no. one gen, and it wasn't there. Yeah. Oh, maybe yeah. I'm... Oh, I must be imprinting uh, the, the remakes. Yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah. 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 it was like Nightshade. That was the big ghost move. Exactly, yeah. So... All Ghost knows was Curse, which is weird. Um, but, you know, obviously the first time I played this game, I picked Ghost as the starter because that's the one thing that's different. And I'm not going to buy a bootleg ROM just to play the same game that I could play on my Pokemon Blue version that I sunk like 800 hours into. For sure. So I picked Ghost as my starter and started off into the world. Pallet Town looked the same, all the same NPCs, all the same interactions, nothing different. I walk off into the field to start my grand adventure and bump into a Caterpie. 
Same. No, they're my favorite. Yeah. I liked Caterpie a lot. I hope nothing bad happens. Well, Todd, I do hate to disappoint you. <laughs> oh, <laughs> but not really. So, uh, you know, same battle startup. Nothing's weird. Nothing's different. Um, Caterpie is like a level three. I don't know. I don't remember the first time I played this game, but I go first. I use the only move I have, which is curse. The screen cuts to black. Oh, good. Oh, and but but Caterpie is OK, right? <laughs> I'm sure he's OK. <laughs> when the screen cuts to black, you hear the cry of the defending Pokemon, you know, the digital like mm -hmm. uh, audio cue that all the Pokemon have. But it's not it's not the same. And I I had to check my Pokemon blue cartridge just to make sure I, I wasn't 100 percent certain. I was like, maybe I just don't remember what Caterpie sounds like. I mean, it's possible. Um but it, it was weird. It was different. It was distorted and like a, a significantly lower pitch than normal. Um, you know, like all of a sudden Caterpie sounded kind of like Arcanine and then Arcanine mm. sounded like Satan. Um, so <laughs> that's the natural progression of things. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I was a little alarmed at this weird scream, but then the screen reappeared and Caterpie was just gone. Um, no, no effect on HP, no option to capture, gone. Um, I was like, well, I suppose that's cool and breaks the game and is an easy way to get to the Elite Four. Uh, so I continued <laughs> yeah. on, and I mean, you can buy Pokeballs, and uh, all the Poke Centers work the same, and you know, all the stores work the same, so. As you were going, you would capture the couple Pokemon and... Uh, or I'm sorry, you would capture the couple Pokemon that you could capture without attacking and could train them just as well. And so eventually I had a Weedle that could fight other Pokemon. And I, I captured some Pokemon along the way, but anytime the going got tough, I would just pull Ghost out onto the field, use Curse, and walk away like nothing happened. Weedle is the poor man's Caterpie. I just want to throw that out there. I don't know if I agree with you, but... Debate this. In this case, I hate you. I hate that you just used the title of our podcast against me. Um, Roll credits. <laughs> so, uh, the going got tough the first time for me. The first random encounter that I had with another trainer. Uh, I think it was, I don't know, probably a bug catcher on Route 1. Kyle Youngster knows the map Joey. much better than me. Yeah, whoever it was wanted to battle. Um, and I... So the... It'd, it'd be a bug catcher. Bug catchers didn't have names in Pokemon Red. Yeah. But... <laughs> Thank you, Kylopedia. Let me push my glasses up a little <laughs> higher, you <laughs> <Yeah>. fucking nerds. <laughs> um, so... My pocket protector. I, uh... I, I sent Ghost out and, uh... used Curse and... His Caterpie fainted, or the screen went to black, and it screamed creepily, and then the screen reappeared, and I noticed something that was weird. Instead of the Pokemon just fainting and disappearing, or instead of the Pokemon disappearing altogether, the Pokemon was gone, but the Pokeball was missing from the bug catcher's inventory slot. Uh, you know, you can see how many Pokemon your mm. opponent has, and it wasn't a black Pokemon like a, a Pokemon had fainted, it was just gone. And oh. then 
I had the option to battle again. Which was weird, because the bug catcher was out of Pokemon. And so I, I thought it was just a game glitch, like a weird ROM hack, and so I just ran away. Because I was like, I'm, I'm done with the battle. Whatever, it's fine. Um, must just be an, an early glitch and a bad ROM, and I moved on. So I moved on, and uh, encountered some more Pokemon, caught some Pokemon, encountered some more trainers, bought a couple more trainers, but the same thing kept happening. I would curse their Pokemon, screen would fade to black, distorted scream, Pokeball would be gone from their inventory slot. And... Then, after that happened three or four times, I got curious, well, if I keep getting this battle command, when all I have left to fight is the trainer, what what do I do? What happens? Oh, no. Um, so, I cursed the trainer, because that was the only option that I had. Ghost was on the field, and the only thing he could do was curse, so I just hit the button to see what would happen. The screen cut to black. Nothing really happened. And then it just popped back to the overworld, but the sprite of the trainer that I just battled was gone. And I didn't really know what happened or where it went, it just reacted like all the other Pokemon did, it just disappeared. So that was weird, but convenient. I mean, there's always the, the cave situations where you keep having to battle the same person after you exit one area and then re-enter that area, because inevitably you're lost unless you have the old guidebook and escape I'm, ropes and I'm, I'm getting a real real high murder vibe here yeah getting like, real murdery like, yeah like like timmy fucking died right like that's oh, there's yeah. no other way out of this oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Okay. so anyway i'm i move along and as one would do yeah right because i'm playing <laughs> the game so i'm forward progress and the only thing or excuse me the only downfall that curse seemed to have the only weakness that it seemed to have was that it wouldn't affect other ghost pokemon if i was up against a ghost pokemon i would have to throw something else out to fight it or run away and anytime a pokemon was faster than ghost my ghost was it would never attack it would always just say that that pokemon is too scared to move again weird cool. but convenient to someone who is trying to get through a game. So I make my way through the game, and I'm, you know, blipping trainers in and out of the overworld as well, until I run into my rival for the first time, and I try to curse my rival. And I get the same reaction, the screen cuts to black, I'm back in the overworld, out of the battle, but my rival isn't gone. He's still there. We have the same dialogue as we would in any other game. And I move on. And so I don't think anything of it. I'm like, this must just be some weird part of the ROM. Some hack gone wrong. Probably wasn't the focus of the game. So I keep going along in my journey. Taking out gym leaders. Taking out high-level Pokemon. Taking out anything that stands in my way by cursing them. And as the time goes on, I get to the end of the game, I get to the Elite Four, I defeat the Elite Four, and then you run into your rival for a last time, and I, I cursed my rival, because it's my rival, and this time he did disappear. And he was just gone. 
And it was strange. But I beat the game, and the credits rolled, and I was like, well, alright, okay, great. You know, view the Hall of Fame, and it was basically just like Ghost and the couple Pokemon I had captured to use Cut, Fly, and Surf, and all of the, the HMs along the way. And then a box appeared that I had never seen in a Pokemon game before. And the box just said, many years later. And I reappeared in Lavender Town. But it wasn't the same sprite that I had been using. It was an old man. Um, an old man that I had never seen before, but it was just an old man standing in the middle of Lavender Town looking at tombstones. And as I was standing there, I, I kind of realized, I think that's me. I, I mean, I'm controlling the same character, or I'm, I'm, I'm controlling the character, so I assume it's the same person, whoever that person may be. Um, but I only moved at like half the normal speed, and I didn't have any Pokemon in, in my inventory. Um, not even Ghost, who, after an entire game's worth of trying to put into the PC system or let faint, or trade away. And no matter what I did, this ghost was always in my inventory until now that the game has restarted, and I, I had nothing. And I left Lavender Town, curious if that would trigger something else. And as I was moving along, I, I realized that there was no one in this game. It was just me. No NPCs, Ooh. no wild Pokemon, no gym leaders, no nothing. Just me. Walking aimlessly and running into these issues. Trees I couldn't cut because I didn't have anyone to cut them down. And areas I couldn't reach because I didn't have Pokemon capable of using HMs. And then I found myself in Diglett's Cave. And after I meandered my way through Diglett's Cave for a while, I came up to the path that allows you to go back to Pallet Town. And the tree or the bush or whatever that you typically have to cut down to get back to Pallet Town wasn't there. So I meandered back home and ended up in Pallet Town, the same place that I had started the game, and went into my house and walked onto the exact pixel that your character starts the game on. And as soon as I did, the screen cut to black, and I was a little surprised. Uh, I, I hadn't had any other interaction like this before, um, at least not since I had respawned as the old man. And as soon as that happened, a Caterpie sprite appeared in front of me. And it, it wasn't, wasn't like I was battling it or anything. I, I didn't have a battle command. It was just a Caterpie. I'm really glad Caterpie survived. Yeah, no, he's fine. And I, I called that yeah. and I'm, I'm happy. So as, as Caterpie started to, like, the sprite started to fade out, in popped a Weedle. And after the uh -huh. Weedle started to fade out, in popped uh, another Pokemon that I battled along the way. Again, it was a long time ago since I played oh, this game. Oh, it's the greatest hits of all the souls of I'm, the Pokemon you I'm killed. I'm beginning to think they didn't survive. No. Oh, you're doing you're doing that that thing from Harry Potter where your wand shows you everyone you killed. So... Because you're a terrible monster. After, <laughs> after four or five Pokemon have popped up, some trainers start to appear. And it's all the trainers that I've cursed along the way. The monster was inside you the whole time. <laughs> and now I've realized, just as you just said, it's not only the Pokemon that I've cursed, but it's everything that I've cursed in this game. Reappearing. One after another. 
after another, after another. Until, finally, my rival popped up. And the whole time that this is going on, the Lavender Town music was playing in the background. And as the music was playing, it was getting louder and louder and louder and louder. But it was also slowly decreasing in pitch. And to the point when my rival appeared, it was really no more than like a demonic rumble that I could feel vibrating my Game Boy. And as soon as it got to the point, it was like, I, this is loud and uncomfortable and I don't know what to do. It cut to black. And as soon as it cut to black, I, I put my Game Boy down because I was like, is it over? Did it, is it done? What happened? And then that screen wipe came up and the battle screen appeared. And there was my trainer as an old man standing in front of me. And across from me was Ghost. And I, I didn't have any Pokemon. I, I didn't have anything that I could do. But the text popped up that Ghost wanted to fight. I had no items. I, I couldn't run. I couldn't escape. The only option was to try and fight back. But I was a human. I had no attacks. So when you open the fight menu, the only option you had was something called Struggle. And every time you used Struggle, it didn't affect Ghost. But your HP, or my HP, started to dwindle slowly. Um, and I This is a real move in the game, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's the move that shows up when you run out of the um, PP for all your other moves. So I, I struggled. And every time I would struggle, Ghost wouldn't attack. It would just pop up as some ellipses until it got to the point that my HP was so critical that one more struggle and I would faint. Finally this time Ghost used Curse and there was a screech and the screen cut to black and nothing else happened. And I waited I pressed every button every combination that I knew tried to walk my way through the command menu when all I could see was a black screen and the only thing left for me to do was to turn off the Game Boy. I turned it back on. The only option I had was new game. My save file was gone. There was no, no recollection of what had just happened. And so I started over. Thought to myself, now the second time I was playing the game, maybe if I don't pick Ghost, it won't happen. And I picked Squirtle, who's my starter always, and jumped in and... There was Ghost in my team, even though I hadn't picked him. And so I thought, well, I'll just play this game the old-fashioned way. I won't use Ghost. I'll, I'll run with a five-man team. It'll be fine. I'll, I'll grind and have a level 99 Blastoise and kick ass, just like I did the first time I played Pokemon Blue. That is exactly how I played the first time. <laughs> and then I got to the end of the game for the same sequence. The old man was still looking at tombstones. I made my way back to Pallet Town, stood in the pixel that I started on, screen cuts to black, and I, there are no Pokemon for me to see, it just cuts to the battle with Ghost. I struggle, Ghost curse me, game cuts to black, save file is gone. I tried and tried and tried to make any other 
outcome. And no matter what I did, it always ended on a black screen and there was nothing I could do. I could never get back to the save game, I could never explore any further. It was just over. And that's where the story ends. You know, there's no big takeaway. No one died IRL. But it really made me think about the inevitability of death. About the pointlessness of it. Perhaps I was simply trying to morbidly inject death and darkness into a children's game or whoever made the ROM hack was. Um, but regardless, this game has made me think. And it made me cry. And that's the way that the creepypasta ends, which is weird and hokey yeah. and I hate it. But I really felt like I needed to tie it all together. Um, would, uh, would you say that you cry every time? Uh, RT, if you cried. Um, <laughs> the, the lesson, no, the lesson learned here is you never cut corners in grinding. You have to, you cannot skip anything in an RPG. You've got to grind all them levels, baby. See, and I would argue because when I played Pokemon, I immediately did the cheat where I started multiplying <laughs> rare candies and I took my level 99 Blastoise and I crushed that is because four. you are a monster who has zero pride. I definitely <laughs> took the middle road and only mained my Squirtle until I only mained my War yep. Turtle until I only mained my Blastoise. And I earned my level 99 mm -hmm. Blastoise right. the old-fashioned way. I did, that's how I did that's it right. with my Charizard. I yep, the I mained a Charizard. Choice you, can just call me, you can just call me Todd Cornercutton Thomas because I <laughs> when I was in fifth grade, I had no, no, no shame. So that's I didn't give a fuck about type advantages. I just I just power leveled my way through mm -hmm. yeah. everything. Why use strategy when you can use brute force? That's right. Um, but yeah, that's that's the end of my creepypasta. That's and good. It has a lot of a lot of mixed reviews on the internet because there there is no like somebody died. Ending. You know, there, yeah. there's no and then the, the end is just disgustingly hokey. Um <laughs> and it made me cry is the worst the worst i hate it i feel like that was that was the the you know kid or whoever ending, wrote this was no, like oh things, god and i'm done yep. ending things is hard that's why every marvel movie review has third act problems in, <laughs> yeah. in the review like, <laughs> i thought you were gonna I say that's it. why every marvel movie just leads to the next one yeah i get it but at the same time that is a dreadful ending yeah so i i really like that creepy pasta just because it is creepy and weird and macabre but in no way is it like nightmare inducing um so for me as a kid it was a really good intro into the world of creepypasta because like if you get hit with the russian sleep experiment day one or like um the black farm which is my other favorite creepypasta or even the original slender creepypasta is really horrifying um if if you read some of those as your first creepypasta you'll probably never go back unless you're weird and twisted um, or made it the whole way to the end of the Russian sleep experiment and felt disappointed, like Kyle obviously uh. did. Um, but <laughs> I, I don't know. I just thought it was a cool intro into the world of spooky text posts as, mm -hmm. I don't know, like... I And it, what's weird is it says that this came on the internet in, like, 2010, and I feel like I read it much younger than that. I, I, I was gonna yeah. say, I think... I think it's way earlier. Yeah. I think it's a little earlier than that. Like, yeah. That I was oh oh seven oh eight maybe it's it screams of like those like mid aughts message board posts like something yeah. awful forums and yeah. like stuff like that so maybe it appeared on the official creepy pasta wiki because I think that's where creepy pasta yeah. lives now 
in 2010, but I'm sure it floated the internet in 2006, 2007. Um, cause I remember still using my Game Boy predominantly, or at least my Game Boy Advance predominantly when, when I read that for the first time. Um, yeah. but the ROM does exist. You can find the ROM online and play Pokemon Black, the creepypasta <laughs> version, as opposed Ooh. to Pokemon Black, the underwhelming Gen 5 <laughs> version. Well, there you, there you go, Corner Cut and Todd. You can curse I... your way through Pokemon Red and then, and then be faced with the inevitability of death. I don't want to do that, I think. Um, when given the option of either doing that or not doing that, I think I'm going to go with not doing that. You think that. You're gonna Ugh, do it. I don't. You're probably gonna do it. It won't. It might not be. It might not be tonight. It might not be this month even. But somewhere down the line, you're gonna, you're gonna be bored, and it's gonna. You know what I want to do? Feel brain. sad. <laughs> I want to check inject... out Pokemon Black. Remember that podcast <laughs> I did? I wanna. I wanna inject equal parts nostalgia and sadness into my life because I don't have enough of that every day. So here we go. Ask me in three hours after I'm 12 videos deep through Pets Cop. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, right. It's, it's, it's going to be. It's going to happen, and I'm not going to sleep, and I have to get on a plane at 6 a.m. tomorrow, so Rough. this is going to be my oh, life. Oh, th- that's perfect. Download yeah, all exactly. the videos. Watch them in the air. <laughs> yeah. where, I, where I have no quarter. I can't well, leave. I think, I think that's probably a good enough place to end all of this then. Yeah, I think you're probably right. And is this the... Is this the official ending episode of the Spooktacular Express? Is this where the Spooktacular Express comes to station? I well, think we have one more. Actually, no, this will post after. Yeah, so this yeah, is so the this, this is, is the end Final of the Spooktacular stop. Express. Oh, Spooktacular Express. Last call. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think we're definitely going to do this again. This was really fun. Yeah, I enjoyed this. I yeah. feel weird. <laughs> well, that's let the that point. let that just stand out as it is. I, I mean don't feel good we never traditionally feel good after recording episodes no, so this really isn't <laughs> i didn't come to make this podcast to feel good about myself no that's why i made it with you three well in that nice. case i think I'll, <laughs> wow, I'll, go thanks, Todd. I'll go ahead and take the lead on wrapping us up here uh that ends the spooktacular express thanks for coming with us on this spooky journey if my memory is correct we're about to go into an off week and then we will be back the week after this is released um, with a new, less spooky, but equally as irrelevant podcast about arguments that no one cares about except for the four of us and hopefully you, which is why you listen. As always, follow along with all of our arguments at Debate This Cast on all of the social medias and a website that we have, the URL of which I do not remember. Andrew, help. It's debatethiscast.com. <laughs> Great. It's I just like all the other things. Uh, if we have one thing, can, it is consistency. Terrific. <laughs> I know that's tricky, but you can remember it by it's the exact name of the podcast mm-hmm. you're hosting. Perfect. Debatethiscast.com. Follow along with us there and on all the social medias. And with that being said, if you don't agree with our arguments, opinions, or thoughts thereof of creepy internet stories, I cordially invite you to come fight us behind the swing sets, nerds. 